Hello, and again, welcome to Bit Depth. I'm Santiago Ramones. Across from me is Bannister Chava. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Like I just told you before we started recording, but I'll also tell the audience is uh, I'm glad I got you in because of Jarvix. Uh, and I mean, he's just a great guy. And uh, because of him, I was listening to your music. I was like, oh, my gosh, dude, <laughs> crazy, awesome stuff. So. Yeah, uh, give the audience an introduction. Who are you? What do you do? Uh, I'm Bannister, and I am a, um, I, I, I'm a musician. I just I write music, and I enjoy writing music. And that's uh, pretty much, that's my main thing. That's my main thing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Is there a genre? I'm starting early with the genre question. <laughs> genre? Um, I'd say somewhere in, somewhere in rock, uh, somewhere between rock and jazz uh, is where I sit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like at this point, most musicians are like, I don't really know what my genre is, but then we have to like sell the thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> or just give people an idea of like what to expect before they listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not very good at that. So uh, I should, I, that's, I, I should probably work on that, but yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, we just make what we want to make. Yeah. And like, it doesn't really matter what necessarily that is i don't know <laughs> um so yeah let's start with just music how did you get started in music mm, how did i get started in music um i i started um i started messing around with a program called magics music maker okay. in i think that was either high school or it was high school um i just started messing around with the VSTIs on there and I really like doing that and around the same time uh my friend group was uh playing rock band which transitioned into playing instruments real instruments yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was uh so that's that's kind of how I kind of how I started out and then from there it was just sort of feels it right now it feels inevitable like it just feels like it just kind of all rolled rolled one thing after the other um but yeah, it's that was that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not pretty much it because it's like then then it keeps going yeah. into like with this, uh, like you said, rock jazz thing. I guess what are your biggest influences? Biggest influences. Um, I say early early on in my life, it was the Foo Fighters. I I really really love the Foo Fighters, but I was also watching a lot of anime. Ah. Um, so there was just. In anime, there's like a broad range of um, music. There's a surprising amount of jazz. Um, yes. Especially in stuff like Cowboy Bebop um, and stuff in that era it was just really eclectic and lots of different stuff entered my brain. So uh, I'd say that's that's kind of where my influences come from. So it's really pretty eclectic. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, top five anime not in order but just like you know top five anime um I, i'm just older and I'm, I'm more cynical now so i i i like stick to i stick to older stuff so my favorite favorite thing is probably the best the thing i think is the best is um full metal alchemist brotherhood i think that's Probably the best anime in terms of quality, just across the board. Um, that's peak storytelling. Yes, and like yeah, world it's fantastic. Building. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then I'd say movies. Uh, movies. I'd say Grave of the Fireflies is probably my favorite. Just, just as a piece of uh, history that really interests me. Yeah, so. you just love stabbing yourself in the heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, is that one that you like put on often or do you just no, like, no, no, you no, just no. watch it every now and again, <laughs> just to remind yourself and you're like, yep, this is great art. And then you just leave it alone for a while. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what I, I think about from, uh, I think about often, uh, just because I'm, I'm an, I'm not a music major. I'm actually an English major. So I, I do a lot of writing and a lot of reading history stuff. Um, so that's just something that just enters my brain a lot. Uh, so yeah, that's. I, I do not watch Grave of the Fireflies regularly. It's it, it would be painful. Yeah. Um 
And then any other like notable mentions? Notable mentions. Um, dang, there's there's so much. Um, uh, I I don't want to say Dragon Ball Z, but Dragon Ball Z is in there. I'd say the early episodes. Uh, I first encountered actually in boarding school when I was uh, in Zambia. Uh, that was way way back, way longer than I'd like to remember. But yeah, that's uh, Dragon Ball Z is up there. Um, Bleach. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I need, this is another one that I need to like be more consistent about since I normally interview people like in Oklahoma and Oklahoma city, it generally turns out that most people grew up in Oklahoma city. And so I don't really ask that question, but also where did you grow up? (laughs) I grew up, I grew up in a few different places. Um, I was, um, I was born in South Africa, but, um, I've lived in South Africa, Zambia, um, and now uh, the United States. So I came here when I was, I think, a little bit less than a teenager. I don't remember exactly where it was, but um, yeah, I yeah, Africa and America is where the two places. Yeah, yeah. Where I've been. Uh, I also came here at a fairly young age. I came here at the age of six. So like. Uh, You'd probably remember Africa a lot better than I remember Venezuela, at least. <laughs> it's it, America. There's there's so much America. America's so busy that I really, aside from every now and then, I just have like a strong memory like come back to me. Um, I I don't really remember it as probably as well as I should. Um, but yeah, I, my memory's not. I I, I couldn't like run it. <clears throat> run it back as well as I can uh, from Virginia where I kind of, that's where I really, really grew up was in uh, Virginia. And how'd you get to Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Uh, it, was, it was job stuff. Um, yeah. Parents, uh, parents got work here. So we moved here. Yeah. No one ever really like willingly. <laughs> <laughs> I, especially, especially Lawton. Uh, no one, absolutely no one willingly <laughs> goes there. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, like uh, more than into like your, your musical developments into like who you are now, where, where did you develop from, you know, old school DAWs and then just like making stuff in your room. (sighs) Um, that was all in Virginia. Um, uh, in, in my later years of high school, um, I was in a band with, um, it was like a revolving door of, um, well, there are two main, three mainstays and then a kind of revolving fourth member. Um, and during that time, um, my friend had a studio. Well, his dad had a studio. Uh, it was, a, it's, it's still there, but I mean, it, I'm speaking past tense. It was, um, just a tiny little studio, a little drum set. Um, there were some old amps in there, some electric guitars. And I just started messing around with, um, with that stuff. And eventually, uh, we got, we got a Reaper on, on the, on the desktop, which that desktop is at least at this point, at least uh, maybe 20 years old. I don't know, but it's, it's extremely old and was barely running, but, uh, I, I, I messed around with Reaper on there and I just really enjoyed it and, uh, just kept, I've, I've not stopped. <laughs> Do you still use Reaper or yeah. have you? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I stayed with Magix just Magix is like a really cheap, uh, like I think it's German. It's a cheap, uh, cheap program that was really easy to use, but I wanted to just get better at yeah. stuff. And Reaper was a affordable way to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Have you actually paid for Reaper? Does anyone actually pay for Reaper? <laughs> I, I have paid for Reaper. It's it's it again. It's it's so cheap. Uh, it's like it's sixty dollars for the. I'm I'm not gonna be you know selling a million copies, so it's sixty dollars for me. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> just because I mean, yeah, you could just click that little window away yeah. every time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. Well, good to know that someone has paid for Reaper. <laughs> Um, yeah. So then I guess the, I hear a lot of like jazz stuff in your music. I hear like all the harmonies are really awesome. The, I also hear a lot of like 
Ben Folds, is that in there? Ben Folds, I don't think I've ever wow. listened to. I might have heard a song, um, but I, I, I can't think. I don't remember the name. The name. Maybe that's my own bias of like I've listened to a lot of Ben Folds. And I, 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 I mean, I've listened to so much music. You listen to so much music over your life. It's, it's hard to remember exactly sure, what, sure. what came in. So maybe I have. <laughs> um. I don't know. It, I always kind of ask like, oh, when did you realize that like music was the thing that you wanted to do? But it's like, is it even really like the thing? Like you're studying English, but also are you still, do you think you're going to be doing music forever? I, I'm definitely going to be doing music forever in, in one way or another. Um, uh, I, I guess I... It's it's been so long since I made the decision to be an English major instead of a music major that I, I I don't remember exactly my my logic, but I think it was sort of like I really enjoy music and I don't want I don't I don't enjoy studying things. <laughs> and I, I I don't want music to become a thing that I that I study. I just I just want to do it. Um but that's I don't know how <laughs> I don't know how much sense that makes now it as I'm, does make a lot know. of sense. I feel like, I mean, as someone who has studied music, it's sometimes it does feel like a lot of like, quote unquote, magic is gone. But at the same time, like the the wonder is still there. But I feel like you can definitely harness a lot more wonder if you like never had anyone tell you like what is right or what is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I definitely hear that. But jazz, jazz is the thing that. I know I'm never going to be a jazz, like a real jazz, jazz person. I just want to borrow the language of jazz. I, I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to like fluently, you know, speak jazz. It's, that's, that's something else. I think like you probably have that in common with like other people that actually can like are considered jazz as well as like Herbie Hancock is probably like, Oh, I don't know if I, I'm even like really uh, like a jazz guy. <laughs> um but yeah i guess how how does that make its way into your music how did you sort of get into jazz and like because i feel like that's a layer of music that not everyone gets into you know i've i've been i've been very um i've been very lucky to be surrounded by musicians who are much better than me um, for a very long time. And the most impressive stuff has always been the, the jazz. Whenever I see somebody, some, uh, I have a friend, uh, Jimmy, and uh, there's a guitarist named David Ellis who went to, he was in Oklahoma, but he's now, I think he's in LA now. Um, when I hear them play, it's just, it's really it's 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 so incredible um jazz has just always had that effect on me i think more than any other you know version or genre of music jazz just combines all the things i love of you know my favorite composers like ravel um just the all of it is all in there and the rock makes its way in there uh well the rock comes from it but you know but the rock is in there too and it's just everything's all in one in one place and i i love that about jazz uh that's kind of why it just connects with me yeah <laughs> that that's actually a good uh comparison or like highlighting all of the different sort of spheres that like and i i talk about this all the time how like classical world and like contemporary pop world or whatever rock and then jazz is sort of the thing that's in between that kind of connects the two you know <laughs> um so then uh what what was your first like official release <laughs> my first official release <laughs> oh, um how how official how official I mean, I guess like nowadays it would be like, what's the first thing on Spotify, you know? First, oh, first thing on Spotify is definitely um, Melodramatica. Um, but I think the first of my uh, quote unquote serious uh, work was um, a 12 Tone Starlight, which is the one where I just kind of decided, okay, I'm going to do music and uh, it's something I want to do. It's not great. Uh, the production's not great, <laughs> but I love the music. Um, yeah. But, 
that's a good thing to have though that like you're at least able to go back to it and like the music <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's the one thing that that has not changed for me for the most part is i i like i like my music generally mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then the times where you like you know you work on it for hours oh and yeah you look back and you're like what it what was I doing? <laughs> yeah. That for me, that's mostly, that mostly happens with, uh, I mostly get just confused. Like, how did I think this was a good mix? Like just pr- production is my, is my weakness. That's like, that's, that is the thing I do the least. Well, uh, it's a struggle for me. But at the same time, like I hear a lot of that in your music. Like, I don't think you'd be able to do to like make those sounds if you didn't have a computer you know yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah I, I i'm so reliant on my computer i wish i wish i could do more analog stuff but stuff costs money yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's way too expensive and i don't know i don't know i don't know if i i don't know if i would if i I don't know if I really would. I I want to, but I don't know if I really would, um, you know, go analog all the way. Well, one thing that I thought as I was listening to your most recent album was like, someone needs to just give him all of the money (laughs) to just have these like MIDI instruments be recorded for real and just like have like an orchestra play this stuff. That is so my that dream. It can be fully realized. That is my dream. <laughs> yes. So I guess um, this is something that I go through a lot. Like, how do you decide if it even is like a decision? Like, what things go into a thing? <laughs> um. I guess I just I, I I just I hit a point where if I don't if I don't get it out, it's 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 never it's never going anywhere. And that's sort of the same approach with, with sounds. Like if I might not, you know, I might not think it's like a perfect sound, um, but if it works, I'll, I'll just, you know, just keep it in and just, just suck it up. You know, then I I don't, again, I don't have that, you know, infinite budget. I got to do what I got to do and I got to put the music out and sure. (laughs) Yeah. But I guess I mean more specifically, like, which instruments like what makes you go like oh this needs to be woodwinds here i i i I don't have a system for that (laughs) i just i just i just try it out and uh you know just go through the row of different sounds uh sometimes especially with snares snares i think i maybe i spend way too much time more than more than any other instrument is the is the snare picking is the is the thing for me Beats two and four really need yes <laughs> a good sound. <laughs> it's okay to focus a lot on a on a snare. There's a there's a joke in like audio engineer meme groups that I'm in that's just like fucking snare sounds like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's never gonna sound good. Yeah, it's never gonna sound good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I guess what is a nitty gritty or advanced concept or just something that like you're super into into your music that like probably no one's ever going to hear but you just like really like hone in on that thing you're like that is I'm so happy that I got that in there or that it sounds this way or whatever it is um let me see I spend a lot of time it's not I mean it's not technically music but I spend a lot of time on lyrics and connecting and connecting in the order of the songs i spend a lot of time picking the songs and making sure that that it like telling telling the story that i want to tell that i don't think anyone's ever gonna you know really care about <laughs> about what exactly you know how they how all the songs connect how all the lyrics maybe reference each other how i reference different albums in uh in in, in different songs um uh, yeah, that's that's my that's my that's my uh, that's my thing. Just I guess that's my English major coming out. Just, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a whole work of art that is. Yeah, I mean, if you go with like 
Wagner uh, getting rid of his, you know, anti-Semitism, but like <laughs> yeah. the, the, the total work thing of, yeah, well, for the astute listener, there are things there to follow. Hey, check out his music yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and find those threads that go all the way through. I, I feel like the modern age of music and releasing music and the fact that we're able to just like throw everything out makes it to where I feel like we're in a singles world now. Do you feel like the album is dead or are you just going to forever just keep putting albums out because it's, I guess who you are. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I think I'm going to be just making albums. Um, but there's also just some, sometimes, you know, sometimes you just want to just put a song out, you know? Um, and I, I really just think of it in that way. Like usually uh, over the course of a few months or a year, I'll be thinking about a theme whenever a song can fit into that theme. That'll go on the album, but other stuff will just, just, just get released. So kind of a best of both worlds, but I do, I I don't, I don't like that. It's mostly a a singles world now, but um, it is what it is. You know, it's nothing really can be done, but I guess more so like, do you still feel, I mean, the like selling the thing is is sort of the <laughs> the crux of the problem, you know. Yeah, I hate selling things. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm bad at, I'm bad at selling things. I don't enjoy selling things. I don't enjoy talking about things as products. Um, I uh, yeah, that's that's that, that's just like a personal a personal uh, thing that I should really get over to some at least to some point, uh, you know doesn't have to affect the art but it's it's just a real it's a real thing we live in a world where money is the way things are are done so there's a certain degree of sucking it up that needs to be done yeah yeah and i mean that's the cuz i i have that struggle all the time as well i i don't like marketing i don't like selling myself so it yeah i guess how do you get through that hump to actually just like putting it out or is it just always art as you put it out um so far it's it's been just i just put it out and hope for the best uh just here it is it's art uh i hope you i hope you like it and if you like it i hope you buy it um but in in the future i'm i'm thinking more about finding somebody who's who is interested in 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 thinking in those terms and and partnering with somebody else uh, so that they can help me to you know so that I don't have to do that because I don't I don't want to think about things in those terms. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is I guess a message that you want people to get from your music? Doesn't necessarily have to be the message, but just. A message. <laughs> a message. Hmm. Um, I, I really don't know. Um, the past, I guess, I guess just um, love things, be a caring person, you know. Um, but the past, the past, I think my past two albums have been pretty, um, pretty kind of autobiographical and sort of, it has a kind of negative connotation, but self-centered. Just I've I've been mostly writing about myself, so I don't think those uh, those don't necessarily have a message. Um, but you know, before that, I my my thing before when I first started writing music was just love songs. I just I like I like to make people happy. I like to make people laugh. Um, and yeah, just. You know, live, laugh, love that old uh, chicken noodle soup for the soul yeah. kind of thing. As ridiculous of a meme that has become, it's <laughs> yeah, it's actual it's life advice. Do do those things. <laughs> uh, getting into more kind of broadly philosophical ideas of music. Is there such a thing as bad music? <laughs> um, 
it's just such a thing with bad music. I think if you, I, th- I think the only person who can tell that is the person who's making the music. Um, if you make something and it's not what you want it to be, and you know it's not what you want it to be, and you put it out, I think then you've made bad music. Um, but that's really, that's not going to be, you know, I think objectively, I don't think there's such a thing as, as bad music. There's, I, I think there's, if your music causes physical pain, like if, like if your, if your mix is, is super loud and it's just a sustained screech that actually damages uh, people's ears, I think then we can say it's objectively, it's objectively bad because it's, it's not, it's doing actual harm to people. But I think that's the, that's the one case. <laughs> Let me introduce you to some harsh noise, my friend. <laughs> It is just that. (laughs) Um, Is there such a thing as selling out? Um, Again, I think it's, it's only the artist will be able to ever know that. Um, If you're, if you're, if you're writing, if you're, if if you're not passionate about what you're doing, if you don't care about what you're doing, I, I people can feel that. And I don't know if, if selling out might be a strong uh, strong word for it, but I think that is a, a kind of a form of selling out in a little bit. Yeah. Why music? Why not? I don't know, visual art or something. I don't know. Music <laughs> is just what I'm what I've, I've gotten good at and, uh, I kind of pigeonholed myself and I'm kind of stuck there now, you know, can't really, can't really move now. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I guess, what is it about music that keeps pigeonholing you? I mm-hmm. guess <laughs> it's, it's, um, the experience of music for me, my, my favorite place on earth to be is on, is on a stage. Uh, even if it's like, you know, like two people, in the crowd I've played for, you know, one person, zero person crowds. (laughs) Um, I just, I, the feeling of, of just, of playing music is, you, it's, it's unique. It's, it's just wonderful for me and it's where I feel at home. Um, that's, and that's just why I've stuck with music. Nothing else has ever given me that feeling that, uh, music gives me. Yeah. (laughs) What's something people don't normally know about you? Something people don't normally know about me. Hmm. I don't think I have many secrets. Um, I guess maybe you might not know that um, I love Hideo Kojima. I love all his work. I love everything he's ever done. And uh, I think he can do almost no wrong. Uh, <laughs> he's still he's still alive, so maybe he can... Maybe he can uh, do something horrible in his remaining time, but I, I love Hideo Kojima. Yeah. So you enjoyed all of Death Stranding? Yes, I enjoyed all of Death Stranding. Uh, I I got it the day of. I I had a party. It was a party by myself. I I bought some bratwurst and I uh, got some Monster, and I sat on the couch uh, for twenty four hours and just played Death Stranding. It was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to like ask something about the stranding, but like that it's, it's ineffable. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a consumer production. <laughs> um, really just into this tangent. I'm sorry, but like, how do you feel about Metal Gear Rising Revengeance? Not Hideo Kojima. Metal Gear Rising. I, um, I, that's the one I, that's, I think that's one I haven't played. Um, it looks like it's fun. Um, yeah, I'm glad people enjoy it. <laughs> I I don't have strong feelings either way. Um, get some great memes out of it. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> nano machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite Metal Gear? Favorite Metal Gear? It's Metal Gear Solid Four: Guns Ooh. of the Patriots. It's a spicy pick. Uh, it is spicy I, th- pick. I think it's the least liked generally, but it's the one I played first. Um, and from there, I had no idea what was going on. So obviously I had to go back and play the other games. So that's, that's what started it. 
Did you go all the way back to like Metal Gear? I have not played Metal Gear. No, I've not played Metal Gear, but I think I've played. I've played. I haven't beaten everything, um, but I played everything uh, after after Metal Gear. Well, after 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 Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For me, it's Metal Gear Solid Two. Two. Oh yeah. This is the one that I've played the most. Probably is similar to you. It's like the first one I played, and I just like kept coming back to yeah. it. So. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a that's one that's kind of gotten more popular, um, especially today when we're all thinking uh, you know what whatever kojima was thinking about all those years ago still relevant yeah <laughs> um thank you for going to that kojima tangent with me uh, <laughs> <laughs> what advice do you have for people that are wanting to make music like what you're doing mm, be smart um balance is good um have you know I don't like I don't like the you have a have a backup plan, but if you are going to do music, you know, have a plan, have have, you know, have a have a way that it's it's going to work out. Um, I think most people who do music, um, they're not famous. They just do music as you know, they've made music their job. Um, there's plenty of uh, professional avenues. Uh, so I'd say just have a plan. Uh, don't do don't be like me don't be like me (laughs) have a plan switching gears to the questions that make bit depth bit depth okay what is the role of spirituality or religion in your life role of spirituality oh that's yeah well i am i am uh I, i play music at my church um i i lead I lead people in, in worship. Um, and that's kind of, kind of the role that, um, it's kind of where they, where they intersect, I guess. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, you, you caught me at a, at a, at a time when I am sort of taking stock of everything, um, and reevaluating just about every, everything I, I, I value um so spirituality is is, is I, I think less in those terms than I and than I have before I think what has been your I guess growth your adolescence through uh spirituality or religion what did you grow up with I at all I I grew up in I've grown up in a in a very Christian home, um, uh, and that's just been you know, that's just been the air. Um, so I've I've grown up in the church, um, uh, Wesleyan, which is Salvation Army, um, which is Salvationist, which is just a you know Wesleyan uh, church, and yeah, I've, I've I've grown up in that all my life, and I've you know attended camps, I've. I've uh, played music and I continue, I've continued to play music, uh, play trombone and, and stuff uh, for the Salvation Army. That's cool. where I've grown up. <laughs> yeah. um, so then what is your definition of God? My definition of God. Um, mm, I'll say the God that I have um the God that I have, uh, I've known in my church life is just like an omnipotent, um, omnipotent, kind, wrathful, merciful, <laughs> just a, a confusing sort of, sort of figure, I think. Um, but ultimately... I, I don't know. It's 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 all wrapped up in that in that word God. Uh, I, I, this semester has been uh, we've been talking about semantics and semiology, and uh, we've been breaking words down. And that 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 word God is like so so loaded uh, with with different meanings. It's it's like authority, and at the same time freedom. And it's it's um 
my definition of God would be um, just a strong, a strong contradiction. But yeah, cool. <laughs> that's a that's the first time I've heard that one. That's cool. <laughs> what is free will? Free will. Um. So yeah, you know, it's our it's our ability to to do whatever. We're, we're, you know, do whatever we want. We just, you know, we're, we are free to be whatever we want to be, to do whatever we want to do. I think. Uh, Because, I mean, I guess the, the question of course becomes, do we have it? Yeah. Do we have free will? (laughs) (laughs) I think to a certain degree that that question is so, um, it, it really doesn't matter whether or not we have it we because we do have it we functionally have i have free will at least you know as as much as we'll ever understand we obviously have free will because we make choices um even if there is uh, you know even if there's some determinist like master plan um we're we're not going to know that we're we're always going to be making choices so I, i think we do have i think we do have free will yeah effectively yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think happens when we die? What do I think? Yeah. Um, I used to think um, very clearly in those terms of you know, heaven and hell. Um, but I just don't know. I have no idea. Um, I have, yeah, just, I have no clue what happens. Yeah. That is one of my favorite answers. <laughs> How do you determine what good behavior is? It's very subjective, I guess. Um, whether you're, you know, the, the effects of your actions, the effects of actions, uh, the effects of words, um, I think that is what, you know, determines whether it's good or bad. And it's always going to be, it's always going to be somewhat subjective. Although, you know, I think of uh, Orwell, when he talks about physical pain, nobody wants to be in physical pain, except maybe like sadists. Um, but, it, but that's, that's, I think that's a different, that's a different kind of pain. Controlled yeah. physical pain. Yeah. But nobody wants to be in pain and unable to stop the pain from happening. Uh, so uh, I think... Bad behavior would be you know, causing people pain. Good behavior would be reducing that pain. Um, and maybe middle behavior would be uh, just not doing either one. Uh, so I don't know, uh, but yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty subjective. But again, it's like That's an effect. <laughs> yeah, effectively, we uh, there's just you know, if you're being if the effect is good, uh, then that's good behavior, I think. Yeah. <laughs> How do we reduce the division between people? Oof. Uh, my favorite is uh, Evangelion when everybody turns into <laughs> to orange juice. <laughs> I think that would instantly break down the divisions. Um, but uh, otherwise, I think understanding, uh, I think uh, seeing things... Uh, from other people's perspective, education, education is a great way to heal the divisions. But again, in education, there's, you know, what's your motive for being educated? If you're educating yourself so that you can be a better divider, then you're going to be a better divider. Um, but it's, I think some form of, you know, some form of education, learning about other people's perspective, especially is a great way to heal and reduce some divisions i think yeah another anime tangent did you watch the rebuilds uh i i have i i i watched the most recent one and i i need to watch it again because my brain was not like a hundred percent there but i i really enjoyed uh 1.11 and 2.22 i think um and 3.0 has the best soundtrack at least i think uh I, I've listened to that soundtrack a lot. It's it's wonderful, um, but I have not watched it as much. So the last two are the kind of the ones that are, yeah, you know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, 
by the way, they're all on Amazon Prime. So if you want to catch up on them, uh, my wife and I have been like slowly getting through that. And then we like forget for a while and then like, oh, crap, we should. That's yeah. another thing. That There's we're doing. so much going yet. on in those because yeah. you have to you have to think about it as like. It's not it. It's it's like related. It's a relationship between the old Evangelion, the new Evangelion, and then there's new stuff going on in the new, and it's 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 a it's a wonderful mess. Uh, yeah, it's sort of like watching uh, original Full Metal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you don't have to have watched the original to watch Brotherhood. You'll get more out of it, but you also won't get much out of watching. <laughs> have, have, you seen, have, have you seen the movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my I, god. It's 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 great. Uh, but man, there's I added the again just the relationship between these things is like <laughs> it, the movie's know. just a complete destruction of like <laughs> what. <laughs> The world and the intent and the mm. yeah, <laughs> the animation is great though. The animation is wonderful. Yes. <laughs> All of that from you know human instrumentality. <laughs> uh, do you believe humans are evil by nature? No, I no, I don't think human beings are evil by nature. Um, yeah, just no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where do you think that comes from? Or and I guess why do people latch on to that belief? I latch on to the belief that uh people that evil by it. Evil, yeah. And because they you know, they want to do evil things to them. Um yeah. It's much easier to be a horrible person to, you know, people who you think are horrible, who are less than you, who are naturally evil. You know, you can just you can just justify doing awful things to awful things to them uh, you know uh, that's that's why i think you know people would think uh you know naturally you know we we see this in like xenophobia and racism it's it's, it's just a, another manifestation of this desire to be mean and just awful to uh to people as putting it in light terms but yeah it's just i i think that's where it, that's where it comes from yeah <laughs> What do you think humanity is heading towards in the future? Ooh, those are big questions. <laughs> um, what do I think we're headed towards? Mm, humanity in general, I have no idea. But I guess on a smaller scale, um, our country is is it's just headed towards a lot of confusion and a lot of pain um, just because there's so much unresolved unresolved stuff in in this country that I've chosen to be a part of <laughs> uh, it's, it's so much so much awful awful stuff has happened in the history of America so much awful stuff continues to happen and it seems like we're, we're not stopping and it's uh the you know the bill comes due just something not good or we can address it uh, and i think i would like to see these things addressed so it's one of those two so i think how would they be addressed how they'd be addressed um notable use of the passive voice <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh i think uh i think there's just there's just some you know politically there's there's just some there's some measures that could be done to, you know, whether it's economically, you know, just restore some sense of dignity to a lot of people, um, give them, you know, the ability to live, uh, to, you know, live lives of dignity. Um, and I think there's economically, there's, there are quite a few different things that can be done. And then in general, there's again, education, education goes so far to, you know, my education has really ended up frustrating me because I just learn so much. There's more, there's more, there's more 
awful stuff that I will ever know. And there's just so much to fix that I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be able to fix in my lifetime, but I can fix some of it. Um, so I think there's, there's just some practical, uh, again, economic things that can be done. Uh, yeah. This is not a question in my list, but I thought of it just now. Uh, I guess, how do you balance that out? I think it used to be a question that I asked, like, how do you deal with the barrage of negative <laughs> that comes out of the world? Um, sometimes I just ignore it. Sometimes I just you know, bury my head in music, uh, bury my head in anime, you know, just, just forget that it's uh, try to forget that it's happening. And other times it's just, uh, just looking straight at it um, and trying to figure out Okay, there's a lot of awful stuff happening. What small good thing can I can I do? Um, uh, what can I you know, what can I do to affect um, within my community or online uh, within my community online or in in Lawton? You know, how can I just tangibly change somebody's life for the better? I I try to think of it in those terms and try to chip away at the big thing, but and other times I just despair. It's just, <laughs> I just, I, I write a whole album about how I'm sad and, and how, how I don't want to think about this stuff. Um, but yeah, it's a, you know, one of those three, one of those yeah. three. Yeah. We're musicians. We're sad about yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> what are you optimistic about for our future? Um, Elden Ring's coming out. <laughs> that's going to be sick. I, I, I know that's going to be good. It looks like Dark Souls. Uh, there's going to be some great entertainment. Um, and people are still making beautiful things. And there's still wonderful people out there who uh, who are out there. So that's what I look for. I look forward to, I'm optimistic about good people who are going to be good. Um it's kind of difficult to find a larger uh, thing to be hopeful about because it looks like it's all <laughs> it's all going downhill. Um, but yeah, there's always good people out there. So. Yeah. What makes you content? Lately, nothing. I just I just constantly feel uh, discontent. Um, but it's spending time with my friends. I, have, I haven't done that in a while. Um, all my friends are in Virginia. Um, but just going out to Virginia, uh, spending time with them, you know, being close to the to the, uh, the people I've grown up with, uh, that makes me feel that kind of at peace, content, I guess. Yeah. yeah. When will you be satisfied? Um, I will be satisfied um, as, a, as a person as a musician, when I can play music for my life, like, and just, I can have a nice balance between, I go play some music, I get a good night's sleep, uh, you know, I eat, I spend time with my friends, and then, by choice, I go back and I play music again, and that's my life. That that would be satisfaction for me. That's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> What advice do you have for people in general? Um, advice for people in general. Read. Um, read, listen to, listen to people, especially people who don't look like you. I think that's the, that's a, that's a big thing. Uh, um, just I, from my personal experience, I've, I just learned a lot by, um, by taking others, taking other perspectives more seriously. Um, I think that's a big, that's a big thing that is surprisingly, um, not as easy as it sounds, you know? Um, but that would be my advice for people in general is just listen and, and read. Yeah. Yeah. Lastly, and potentially most importantly, cake or pie. Hmm. I'd like to say I'm a cake person, but pie just has a versatility to it that 
uh, really cake doesn't cake can't be you can't put meat in a cake you can put meat in a pie but you can't put it in a cake so i'm gonna have to go with uh, i'm gonna have to go with pie just all around corollary what is best pie best pie ah I, I think eventually I'll have a chicken pot pie that blows my mind, but I haven't had it yet. So right now, shepherd's pie is my favorite. It's technically it's technically savory, yeah. savory pies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not a, I'm not a maybe pumpkin pie is a, you know it's close somewhere in there, but I'm not a I'm not a super big fan of sweets as much as I was uh, as a kid. But yeah, shepherd's pies. It's got to be it. And then some other just like random things uh what is the best boba place in oklahoma city best boba place i haven't been to as many as i'd like to go to um I, and i i think i have a I think i left it at home i have a card with the stamps um oh, right, right. for it um I, I i don't know i'd like to know i would i would really like to know um i i'm i'm a I'm a basic bitch. I will enjoy any boba <laughs> that arrives in front of me. Uh, I I just love boba. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Good places in Lawton at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's there's a there's a family Korean restaurant that I haven't been to yet. Uh, so that might be that might be good. Um, but the other one, there's one at like the mall, which is one of the two places in Lawton where you can go to experience something other than your house um but it's not great it's i literally watched him pour a creamer that i can buy at the mall so i actually at, at the you know the grocery store so i actually tried to make my own um my own boba with thai tea didn't turn out great i'm, just, <laughs> I'm not a chef it's not my it's not my gift it's not my skill and i do not enjoy it <laughs> i want to eat i don't want to cook <laughs> <laughs> well what uh, Lawton seems to lack in uh, food places. It at least has some beautiful nature nearby. So that's <laughs> <laughs> the nature reserve is is really nice. Yeah, Mount Scott's nice. Um, I I'm just not a I don't know. I'm 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 a boring person. I'm not a fan of. Uh, this sounds evil. I'm not a fan of nature. <laughs> Maybe the worst sentence I've ever said in my life. Um, but I just don't like, I don't like hikes. I don't like walking up mountains. Um, I do like looking at them though. Um, so <laughs> London does have that. You're right. You're right. You can drive to the yeah. top of Mount Scott. <laughs> yes. And that's, yes. that's a really nice thing as far as <laughs> nature in uh, that nature is <laughs> Bannister, thank you so much for doing this with me. Where can we find you and your things? Uh, you can find me and my things on Spotify, Apple Music. I think Deezer is another one. I don't know if anyone uses Deezer. But Spotify, Apple Music, uh, and my Bandcamp, which is just my name, bannisterchava.bandcamp.com. Yeah, which you should definitely buy the things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, um, yeah, no, what is your most recent album? Rep that stuff. Oh, my most recent album is, uh, knowing, understanding and other myths. Um, it is a mostly sort of rock, um, rock album. Um, yeah, that's, that's my most recent. Then before that was autosophy, which is a little bit more rock, um, than, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's somewhere in there. Again, we're going back to the genre thing, but um, yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean, those those jazzy harmonies, though. It's just like, man. <laughs> That's actually... I, I just want to ask you about, like, do you, like, plan out the harmonies or do you just, like, add another layer, add another layer? I, I sit in front of my computer and I just add layer after layer. And if it sounds good, I keep it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool. Because I... I tend to be just like, I think too hard about it. That's, that's the problem with like being educated in music is like, well, it should go like this maybe, but like, I need to stop. Yeah. I'm definitely breaking some, uh, some rules that I might not break. I remember when I learned about parallel fits. I've not, I've, I've been avoiding them ever since, but, uh, now I listen to some stuff and I'm like, Oh, the parallel fits again, but it sounds good. Yeah, no. <laughs> so. Parallel fits is just a rule that they had. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's not like it sounds bad. Parallel fifths always sound good, actually. 
because they're a perfect interval. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I will end this podcast so we can just continue nerding out about music stuff on the second podcast. So I'm Santiago Ramones. Bannister Chava. And now here's The Forces by Bannister Chava. Secure me fast upon the mast. The wild waves get past them. The jagged teeth can we outlast the forces, the forces. My friends, we drift on brutal tides. The lows, the lows, we ride them. These ebbs and flows, we fall inside the forces, the forces. Our hungry hearts will drag us to this yawning dawn. The voices, this snowy thing, will pull us to the forces. The forces, fill up your hearts with quiet. Feel Good Radio, bringing you the jams, so don't you touch that dog. You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music and produce audio. The music you're hearing now is music I made. You can listen to official releases by Santiago Ramones on Spotify, Apple Music, and the other streaming places. Or you can buy it on Bandcamp because a single purchase is the monetary equivalent of streaming it all day, every day, for about a week. I'm working on an album, so if you'd like to hear that at some point, you can buy my music or you can support me on Patreon. There's a Discord server in which we discuss deep topics from the podcast, but it's also a community of beautiful human beings. All the links to all my things are on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. If you like the podcast, leave comments on social media, leave reviews saying how much you like the podcast, and tell your friends about it. 
I want to help the world have deeper conversations. So thank you for listening to and supporting BitDepth. I was in the podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong. 